Shot of tea. Shot of tea. Lemonade that, tea. That sure fine tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, introduction. Anybody? All right. Let's get it. <clears throat> What's good, y'all? Back at it tonight for the third episode. We are the Down as Fuck Podcast. You got me, Teach, on the ready. And you got DJ the- over here. Oh, yes. Got Alex over here in the corner. In the corner. <laughs> got Teach on deck, DJ in the hole, <laughs> and <laughs> Zuka up at bat. <laughs> All right. Today, we're going to be talking about something a little bit heavy, going into relationships, um, coping with grief. I mean, usual coping mechanisms because i know not all of us have great coping mecha- coping mechanisms yeah, and nah. a loss of a loved one friend no nah, we're perfect bro <laughs> and, uh, I, th- and, I think we handle it pretty well i think we handle it pretty well shoot give me a shot and i'll forget all about it <laughs> <laughs> but as for relationships we're going to be talking about let's see probably the breakup how to process not process but how would I put it? How to get over it? How to get over it after you've just broken up with somebody. Yeah. I think it would be good if we hit different sections. You know, we don't want to get too far into one part of it. You know, yeah, the beginning, yeah. the middle, the end especially, and how to get over the end of it. You know, like, if we yeah. hit different sections of it. <laughs> I think I think that's what the people want to hear when it comes yeah. to that. Because all of us here have different experiences. So we'll throw them all together. We'll see what we'll see what we come up with. Because there's gonna be people listening to be like, "Damn, that's fucking true! Holy crap!" Right? And there are gonna be some other people saying like, "Oh shit, I never thought a guy would ever say some shit like that." Oh yeah. Because doubtful, a lot of girls know what a guy goes through after a breakup. They only think that, oh yeah, we'll get over it like as soon as we leave. Like, nah. If it's been a, <laughs> if it's been a relationship where it's been a while, then yeah, it's gonna take a time for us to get over it. <laughs> oh yeah, it definitely takes time. I mean, we definitely have our hoe phases, of course, but <laughs> that happens after two, three years down the road. <laughs> yeah. So, what was you guys' first experience of a breakup then? Oh, a breakup, like first experience. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. My first breakup probably happened in high school. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was that, that puppy dog glove, though. Wait, say that again? Puppy dog glove. Oh, the puppy dog glove? Yeah. Oh. Found out that the girl I was dating at the time was messing with the, another guy that was on the football team. And when I found out, shit happened on the field. <laughs> <laughs> That was the fucking football team, huh? Always, <laughs> it's always with the jocks, bro. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I've had a couple breakups. I mean, I was, a couple. Two, <laughs> yeah, shit. Oh yeah, you and motherfucker that always in a relationship. We have never seen you single in years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even when I was first at you, you were still in a relationship. <laughs> yep. That's well. Me. I've known this dude since we started high school. First dude I met, <laughs> right? Yeah. And after high school, and see him for a long time, and he was always in a relationship. It was with one girl, you know, a stable relationship, yeah. and then, you know, he has his, he has his little <laughs> process of dealing with things. 
it's not always a good process, but we we <laughs> we deal with it as it comes. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is a judgment free zone. So, <laughs> yep, the past is the past. And Shit, we we gonna, we're gonna look at the future though. We're gonna, we're gonna change it up. <laughs> and we're gonna get better. We always getting better. <laughs> so yours was high school breakup. That was the first breakup. What grade though? That's what I want. Oh God. Well, considering that I wasn't, yeah, I would say my junior, senior year, my first breakup happened. Holy yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah, dude, I was ugly, bro. I was ugly. <laughs> I didn't, beautiful I, didn't today. I honestly didn't start feeling confident in myself by the time I was like a junior. And that's when I dropped like damn near 100 pounds. <laughs> damn, 272, about 190, 185 pounds. Oh, and that's when I finally felt comfortable to start talking to girls. No, nah, no, nah, I feel that. I feel that. Junior year, was, <laughs> junior year was like that year where everything changed. Like, I know, right? Like, like at school, like at home. Like, bro, I wasn't doing shit in high school. Like, I was just sports in school, man. I didn't have time to look at those females at our school. We had a small school. Everyone knows we went to a small private school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you were um, always busy. You limited right. too. You very limited when when it comes to a small school, bro. It, oh, say no, know. say no, like public school with fifteen hundred kids, bro. Like a five, six, eight school. Like nah, you have like one hundred and fifty girls to pick from if you were to. Oh do yeah. That. If you if you were to do that, I wasn't really doing anything until my end of my junior year. <laughs> Sophomore is little, but not really. I into to summer break and going to nappy, going to all of those fucking baseball games, <laughs> the baseball tournaments. You were never a relationship in high school, right? No, I mean, that's when me and Chantel, like, you know, I'm not gonna mention her last name, but like, okay, that, okay. I have to say that yeah. so that like no one gets confused or not. Like, how many girls does this dude mess around with in high school? <laughs> right. I was like the first serious one. In the end of junior year, I was like, nah, I can't really, like, can't really be doing this. So, in a sense, that was my first breakup, yeah. you know, end of junior year. And then uh-huh. that's when, oh, well, because she came to our high school games, football yeah. and basketball. And then, like, baseball was completely, I was so busy. I didn't have a chance to text her back, call her at the end of the day. I mean, you're in high school. And you call them, and you like you're on the phone for hours. Yeah. And you're doing that every like day, or like because you know, like Randy said, it's that puppy love. Yeah. You, know, you want to call and text them back every single day, every single hour, every single class. Did you guys ever get to that point where you always wanted to talk to that person? Like you would be on the hour with them for hours, on the phone with them for hours. <laughs> Bro, Literal I, spent, hours. I was on a phone call for nine hours in high school. Dude, the, long, the longest phone call I ever had was probably. 11 hours, bro. I'm going to tell you this because we lived in a dorm. I wasn't at home, Randy. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't at home like you were all cuddled up nice and comfortable at home with food there. I was in a uh, dorm starving like this guy. Me and him were starving in a dorm <laughs> away from family. We had a roommate who would say, hey, Alex, uh, can you keep it down, bro? Like, I got class, t- I got class tomorrow. I was like, <laughs> I do like, too. What? That's when uh, Joel was my roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joel was my roommate. And Joel's like this, like quiet, like kind of nerdy guy. He's cool. He's like, so uh, Alex, are you uh, 
you gonna be on the phone again tonight? Cause <laughs> I didn't get any sleep last night. Oh my god, that passive aggressive fucking That's movie. I mean. Really? Like, but he, was, he was so like nerdy and nice and respectful. Like he didn't want to push you like or anything. Oh god. <laughs> like he probably took a lot of balls just for him to say something to me. <laughs> right. Especially like, how it, loud I was. <laughs> I had to put it like properly. Like hey, keep 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 keep. He never <laughs> said anything though. He was because yeah. I I slept above him, right? Oh man! And so like anytime I was moving, the bed would like you <laughs> could feel it moving and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So we started talking like around nine o'clock. Yeah. Right. So nine p.m. is the curfew to get inside the dorms. Yeah. For uh, upper class, junior, senior, freshman, and sophomore, you had to go in at eight o'clock. So an hour difference, which made a lot of difference. But I went inside, and I don't want to get too off topic, but I, I was on the phone for nine hours. I started at nine, didn't end till like six o'clock, which is when so we had to get up. Night? Yeah, I was on the phone all night on the dorm. <laughs> Damn. And it was crazy because that next week, bro, I was such an asshole in high school. I was like, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm not gonna be able to see this girl for like weeks on end because of basketball. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was like, I can't break up with her over over like text message. I can't see her in person. So I was such an asshole, bro. I called so her. You just had to call her. Yeah, I called her, bro. I called her because I already knew my mom made plans for Thanksgiving. Plus, I had to like I had to run because of basketball and stuff. Yeah, I remember all you guys were puking that year, but I was the only one not puking because I actually <laughs> ran over Thanksgiving break. But I called her. And I was like, yo, I don't think we can really, like, keep seeing each other. We weren't really seeing each other then either. But yeah, that was, like, yeah. the, like, the actual experience of a breakup. Damn. Like, that's, like, the only one, too. That's, keep in mind, it's, like, the only one. Yeah. I haven't really been in a serious, <laughs> serious relationship until now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's, that, for me, that's the, that's the breakup phase. It was over her phone in high school. She went to a different school. Like, Randy, what's she cool about it? Huh? What's she cool about it? Yeah, she was doing the, the crying, you know, in high school emotions. Oh my god, please don't do this. Yeah, that's <laughs> how it was. Like, oh, god. But I was so busy. Like, I don't know. I was so busy. I didn't have a chance to text or call her that much because private school, homework. I had sports and practice all the time. I was tired. Like, I didn't have much of a response after that. Like, I ghosted her for, like, three days. Like, I didn't text a call her. <laughs> I had so much energy those three days, too, because I wasn't, like, emotionally or physically drained anymore. Yeah, nah, I get that, yep. But, uh, that was it for me, really. Like, it was but, hard. Like, were, you, were, were you, like, hurt over that? Not really. I was, kind of. I was like, damn, I like this chick, man. Like, I yeah. don't want to end it, but I know it's not going to work. We went to different schools. Randy, I don't know if your girl went to the same school as you, but mine didn't. She was in a different town, about 30 minutes away. So it's like, you're not Pharmacy. seeing each other every day. You're not seeing each other every day. You don't see each other in class or on Thank campus. You. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was just it was just hard then. Like, it wouldn't have worked. So I had to cut that off. Just give her a phone call. I mean, at least you did it, like, out of respect, like, you thought about everything. Right. Instead of just, like, oh, I'm gonna break up, just a break up. Like, you already knew it wasn't gonna work, so. Like, I borrowed my mom's car, like, like, I'd tell her, like, hey, mom, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head to my friend's house, and uh, we're gonna play games, like, 
kind of far, so I'm gonna take the car and I'll be back tomorrow. Is that cool? Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah. She let me do it plenty of times. I never <laughs> went to my friend's house that night. You know, I went to go see her. Ooh, forty-five minute drive. I mean, like, oh shit! I didn't have a license either, so I was like, I was That's taking speed a risk. <laughs> I was taking a risk. I did. I went to speed limit. You know, I was taking a risk back then. Like, if I get caught in Farmington. My mom's car, no license. Oh, I was dead, sure. bro. I didn't know we had to deal with when we were dating in high school. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what I mean, dude. Yeah. It's like, I took risk. I made all the effort I could have, man. Like, even yeah. on school trips that we took off campus, I, I was oh. coordinating. I was coordinating. Where are you going to be? You know, I was doing all... I was off Meet me here. Bro. Over here. <laughs> you were playing both sides of the ball. <laughs> well, like, she came to games and stuff all the time, yeah. too. And so I was... You know, we had home and away games yes. somewhere close to school. So, like, she was able to come sneak over for, like, 10 minutes, bro. Like, 10 minutes seeing each other after the game. Then you gotta run to the bus. Yeah, like you gotta like after football games, like after the game is over, it's a it's a clutter, right? No one knows where you're at. Coach know where you're at. They think you're with your family or whatever. I wasn't with my family. Like I was like, hey mom, thanks for coming. See you at home. And then I I'd start running and we'd be seeing each other for like five, ten minutes and then the run to the bus, dude. Yeah. Run to the bus. That is fucking public. All right, DJ. That's, you're newly single. How are you processing this breakup right now? Because uh, we know, we know. We've seen this side. <laughs> We're finally seeing a single DJ for the first time. Oh, I'm seeing a single DJ in a for the first long time. time bro. It's been a I, minute. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember, like, not being single. It's kind of weird. But, no, I think after this one, we both came to terms. Like, it's just not going to work. Yeah, we've been through it all, and I don't know. To me, I I was the first one to told her. I would tell her, I was like, "Hey, like this ain't gonna work out." Uh, we did everything we could, and we planned a lot of stuff. But I mean, yes, to me, it felt like it was going somewhere, but it never really got there. Like I felt like we weren't even close to where we wanted to be. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you felt that. Did. <laughs> yeah. All right. So with that. How do you feel about it now? Uh, I mean, I've been down about it, but I think just being around, I would say, you guys, uh, just being more busy at work. Uh, get in that 40 hours. <laughs> <laughs> about to get my full-time position, hopefully. But uh, no, I've been dealing with it well. It, it's different, like I said. But I mean, it, it's not, I wouldn't say it's the worst breakup. Yeah. I mean, I've had words, shit. Sure, same. <laughs> I think my... I'm, you're probably do, handling this breakup a lot better than I did my breakup yeah. five, four years ago. Five, four or five <laughs> years ago. Excuse me. Because my breakup, um, the big serious breakup, dated a girl for seven years. Yeah, you see right there, though. Right there. That's a huge difference That's, compared yeah. to ours. Yeah. Like, mine was in high school. Like, yours is in high school, too, though. Right. Oh, that's right. my senior year through, yeah. But that's crazy. you know, time, you know, there's different factors. Oh, I put in work. Those, you know. <laughs> my first one wasn't like hard, hard. Like it sucked, but it wasn't hard, hard because we were only like dating, quote, you know, for a couple months in high school. Even without then, seeing like each the, other. 
But yeah, yeah that's like the start of your dating. So the first yeah, one. Yeah. That's the thing though. Like I'm, I'm not saying I'm different, but I'm like an old school romantic. Like I'll try to do anything just to see this girl, or try so to do anything to please this, please this woman. You know? Yeah. So, so what you do to get over it then? That seven year breakup. Yeah. Fuck. Well, I didn't do it the correct way. <laughs> Let's just say that I immediately threw myself down a drunken stupor blew like damn near $400 on alcohol in two days uh, it took me it's taken me a while ago it took me several years to get over it and some girls thought like, oh you get over it within a week I know how you like now I gave like seven years to this girl like she knew my family her, my family's still close to her by the way and I'm don't complain about it I ask her about every time we talk I'll ask her about her family and she'll ask about mine I mean we've known each other over 10 years yeah and we talk to each other every now and then but getting over that breakup was a challenge like it took me a while to get over it completely yeah like, so what you do then so like what you do to get over it what I did over it was I threw myself into work for a while get over it I took some time some alone time much needed alone time just to separate myself from anybody emotionally or physically and by the time I was able to handle not dating anyone seriously or taking in another girl like emotionally I just kind of felt like a deadbolt like I wasn't committing to anybody and it was hard yeah. for me to commit. Like after, if you t- <laughs> after telling one person that you love them for seven years and you think you can find that with somebody else, and once you do after such a long relationship, it's like shit. It, it's scary. It frightened me when I actually felt like, wow, I was like seeing someone. I was like, wow, I might actually feel like I'm, I'm feeling something like really hard for this person. Like I yeah, wanted yeah. to say that. Yeah. But I, no, like last time I loved someone, like it, I went down a long road. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that right now. I don't want to do that to myself. So even right now, it's hard for me to commit to someone. And well, you both know me. Like I've been, I've talked to you about girls that I've had like really hard feelings for, but I never commit. I never tell them. I would like to date them, but that's all I would like to do is just date them for a while. But I don't think I'd ever See, fully I come across that thing. To commit yeah for me i like I, I i don't think i can date that's just me like, <laughs> I can't, like i don't feel right going on dates with different girls i mean i don't know that's just me i think that's why like i've been in a relationship because i find myself catching feelings first too yeah yeah but i mean after this relationship you know i kind of got thinking like i'm afraid i'm not gonna find somebody like her See, that's like where I thought of like with both of you guys saying that. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like once you get experienced to it or you get exposed to it first, you think each each relationship is gonna be like the first one or oh god, I to it. Yeah. See, like yeah. when I first met her in high school, I thought you know after we're done after high school, yeah, well the next one might be like that, and then it's not like that. Like it's nowhere yeah. near that it's either more powerful or you know 
worse, but it's going to be one or the other. It's not going to be the same. So, like, a girl yeah. for him that he dated for seven years is not going to be the same as the girl <laughs> yeah. he met, yeah. like, downtown, and they actually like each other. Like, it's not going to be the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. That's the thing. If you go downtown and meet somebody that's, like, right then and there, it's just like that, uh, instant i feel like it's an instant honeymoon stage like you catch their vibe you vibe with them you bring them home and the next day that vibe is gone like fuck i just took random stranger home <laughs> like see that's, right. that's, that's the same way i think about like <laughs> dating like you literally go on a date with the person talk to them like either vibe or not but then what do you do after shit like like if you're not feeling the person do you guys just like end it there or no, you can end it there yes. i mean you can end it there and leave it like that, but I'm at that point where I'm like, I'm tired of having new friends. Like, I don't need <laughs> yeah. another friend. Like, if you want to keep going or not, if you don't want to, like, lose my number. Yeah. <laughs> Get off my Snap. Lose my Instagram. I don't care. Like, that's it. So, wait, are you and that girl still cool now or no? Which girl? The one you just ended it seven years with. Her and I, like I said, we've been friends since we were in middle school. So oh, okay. that type of friendship, I mean, we dated, but that type of friendship, you can't throw that away. Yeah. Like, I'm still friends with guys from high school that is going on 10 years now, and we're still talking. Yeah. And those guys are legit brothers, like you guys. I've known you guys for like, damn near four years now. Shit, we're still I think he's talking about the girl, like you but, know, yeah. your, your first ex that you spent a lot of time with. Yeah. Are you guys are you guys still have a connection yeah as, we still casually talk like casually talk yeah see yeah. me and her i'm like that you know, <laughs> like, it was all hot and heavy for a couple months in high yeah. school and then there was a little spark in college you know my, Ooh, my yeah. sophomore year of college where we we're like hey how you doing you know you get reacquainted just like catching up yeah yeah you get reacquainted and then you know you, you guys start, did a lot of growing up <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I had an apartment, and she had an apartment, and a new boyfriend. Ooh. So, like, so, you know, things are different. Things, tables are turned. I had a vehicle. I didn't have a vehicle in high school. I had freedom after high school. <laughs> so, things are different. Like, damn, I could go see you right now, but, yeah, like, we're not like that. that. We're not like that anymore. Yeah. But, see, right now, we don't talk at all because of some drama that could have been avoided. See, Phillips was here for that. So if you guys want to go ask him about that drama that went down between you and her <laughs> and him, you know, their new boyfriend. But you see, that's that's different because, like, if it was a much stronger connection, I might have been like, you know, we ain't going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. We ain't going to be husband and wife, but we can probably still be friends. Yeah. yeah. You know? But it didn't end up like that. Like, him and her, they're fine. But me and her, like, no, no way. I mean, like... Feel like it only goes one of those ways like you're either really good friends still after or you don't no connection just cut everything yeah. off <laughs> bro y'all want to hear my first i would say my first official breakup all right it, okay so it wasn't the one that just happened recently there was a first official one bro, like I said, that's what i was wondering about i was like i don't, I don't, I don't think he's talking about the right breakup all right, no, let's go. The, the one I was talking about before was recently. That's the one I'm talking about. But the one I was talking about now is like my first one. And like since we're talking about puppy love and shit, that's exactly what it was. Because it was like in middle school. So I met this girl back when I was in sixth grade. It was it's funny, like a little red story. But we met at a basketball tournament. And ever since like 
uh, we kept seeing each other. It was like the MySpace days and shit. Oh, like <laughs> and we were like what, 11, 12 at that time, and you had a MySpace. Bro, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was it was the thing. It was it was the move. <laughs> it was the move. But no, um, yeah. So we met in sixth grade, and I really liked her. So I kept seeing her at basketball tournaments, and uh, we we just kept talking. And I asked her out, and we were together. So mind you, we were together from like seventh grade to eighth grade. Bro, she was a year year we got it as freshmen mm. <laughs> so she got there and we, we used to talk and just like you know a couple of stuff and I was like hey I was like I think I'm gonna actually go to prep and I was like bro I was like super excited because she was, so she's originally <laughs> she was like originally from Ganado and all right, so here's the thing. So we're almost, I'm almost done with eighth grade year and the summer. And she's like, oh, like, I can't wait to see you and all this stuff. And, and before she finally broke it, she's like. All right, when you got to prep, what happened now? Oh, shit. Was it going in and out? Yeah. I wonder why it does that. I don't know. That's you, bro. But yeah, <clears throat> so I get the prep, and no, actually, before I got the prep, she texts me, and she was like, hey, she's like, I'm not at prep anymore, and I was just like, what do you oh, mean? Like, like, I, like, I'm literally about to leave <laughs> for orientation and shit, and she's like, yeah, and bro, she played it off, I guess she left, like, in the middle of the year, so she played that whole shit off until we were about to get there. Oh, that's cold. Yeah, and I was just like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Yeah." She's like, uh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to Ganado," and I was just like, "Fuck." I was like, "All right." Yeah, so I was like, struggling so, with long. Yeah, and I was like, "So that's basically the relationship. Like, this ain't gonna work." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." I was like, "Motherfucker." <laughs> so I get it's funny because I get the prep, and uh, I know one of her friends, Danielle uh, Coleman. No way. Yeah, yeah. Coleman Col- comes up to me, like, I think, during orientation. She's like, you're David, right? And I was like, yeah. She's like, DJ? <laughs> I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, she's like, I'm sorry to hear about you and LJ. I was like, what the fuck, bro? And I was, and I was you get called out at school from someone he didn't know. <laughs> I didn't even know the DL Coleman. Like I said, it was during orientation. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry to hear about y'all. I'm like, bro, like, how do you know this shit already? <laughs> But yeah, that's that's my that was that's a horrible thing for me. Really? That's crazy because um my first ex, you know, was when when she was an Aztec, yeah. her cousin went to middle school with me. Like she went to middle school with me. Like Shannon went to middle school. Yeah. Same school I did. Same time both years and I never noticed her, never seen her. Oh, ever. Yeah. Like we're the best of friends now, bro. Like oh. I, I was looking at uh, my middle school yearbook last year, and I was like, that fucking hurt? And I texted her, I was like, why didn't you tell me you went to my middle school? <laughs> oh my She's God. like, I didn't even know, I didn't even notice you. I was like, yeah, I mean, like, I was only the biggest asshole in fucking middle school. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, was fucking scandalous back then. 
Girls won't say nothing to you about them seeing you or be like, oh, I went to school with you, I was working with you, or nothing until like you actually interact with them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn, so we had some pretty good, nice, easy going breakup for you. Something really detrimental for your ass, just being <laughs> left and. You got let on. Emotions. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that's, that's you think I'm mad at this girl. <laughs> your mic. Yeah, I got it. It's like echoing. Oh, shit. So when you talk loud, it, does, it doesn't play your voice. It doesn't resonate very well. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you have to like talk slow to catch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> and mine, dealing with the... A long process. It was a long Wait, process. I mean, there's levels of oh, yeah. really bad breakup, very moderate breakup, and a fucking easy. I, <laughs> you know what I'm I think mine. I feel like it was a good and bad breakup at the same time. What would you change? That's what I want to ask you guys. What would you guys change about like the way you broke up if it was bad? I would. Yeah. How would you change it, uh, DJ? I mean, Randy. We'll start with Randy. Actually, we'll go to Randy. Because <laughs> you went into a drunk stage, like, so I think we're all agreeing that you didn't take it that well. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, it was a lot to take, though. Like, oh, yeah, what yeah. would you change Seven. about it? What would you change about that period of time when you went through the breakup? I honestly... Fuck. I would change... My mind about turning around and not doing what I did I mean that was a relationship that could have been saved I'm not gonna lie if I had to think about it right now it would have been a relationship that I could have saved yeah well let's look at it as if it couldn't be saved there was no way to revive that and just go after it's over you know that breakup stage until you're comfortable like what would you change after would you cut alcohol? Would you work out more? Would you go to work more? Is there something? Oh, else? so like the coping. So yeah, oh, how would I cope with it afterward? I honestly would have definitely cut out the drinking, hands down, because I was getting to the point where I was finishing a bottle a day. I mean, sometimes I'd be going to work drunk. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I think I severed a lot of ties with some friends because of how drunk I was getting. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was just one of the things I would do different about it is, like, just not go straight to drinking. Yeah. I mean, honestly, should have just went straight to getting high because that was a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's there. It works. It works. It works. <laughs> oh, no, it works. It's me saying. <laughs> yeah. For me, oh, I don't know what I would change. I don't think there's a whole lot that you can change. Yeah. If you had the truth, it would have been different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, as far as coping, I things I like to do is probably listen to music, play basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, that always kills time for me. And I don't know. I mean, I used to like hanging out with friends. So like, even when I was going through shit, when we were living together, I think a coping thing for us is just playing games. Oh, yeah. Just, like, 
me, you, and Kevin. So, but other than that, I think this one. I I want to start, but a lot of material to use for that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, right now, I think school is getting me through it, so that's taking my mind off of oh, it yeah, a lot. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as far as coping, that that's the things I would do. And in high school, I would either just go for a run or just uh, play basketball with some friends and stuff. Right. Just play basketball until your legs fall off. Then you can just go in and eat and go to sleep and not think about it. <laughs> yes. Or lift. your body can't lift no more. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff you can substitute. I mean, like, we're different now than we were in high school. Like, oh, yeah. High school, yeah. High school I just kept practicing. Like, you know, a couple yeah. times I wanted to stay after football and after basketball practice. Like, man, I do not want to go back to my dorm and look <laughs> yeah. at my phone. Because I left my phone a couple times. Like, bro, I don't even want to look at my phone. Because it was basketball season. And this is, like, a couple of weeks after I called her. I was like, man, I don't even want to go back to my dorm right now. Like, <laughs> I already finished my homework. Like, I'm good at homework. Yeah. So sometimes you find substitutes, like practice a little longer, or we must say you just jump in with another female. But like I had yeah. a friend in high school who we kind of elevated things. You know, we went, we took certain steps. She was just listening to me at that point. You, you know, he knows who this is. Who I'm talking about that that spark used to be there recently, but now it's like dying out. But like. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was a friend then, and then you know you would just substitute her into the equation, and then slowly time was going by faster. By then, junior year was over. Yeah. And then senior year started, and then that that train kept kept rolling with her. <laughs> so like, but it wasn't anything serious. You yeah. Know? There was nothing, no action taken until the end of the year, and I, you know, I was already we were already graduating, so I was like, ah. Eh. That wouldn't work either. I thought about it, you know. I guarantee you, I thought about it, but I yeah. was like, I don't think that would work, you know. She Isn't was, it always she was a grade below me too, so that's why I, I really thought it wouldn't work. I'm like, she's a year younger than me, yeah. so she's still gonna be here next year, wherever the fuck I was. Because yeah. in high school, I didn't know what I was doing, bro. <laughs> I didn't know where I was gonna go. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was like, oh, uh, major, fucking biology. And then, <laughs> and then for school, for school, I was like, I was put a school that I know I won't go to. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny? Like after like some breakups, that there's always a female that comes and just be becomes your friend, or just befriends you, oh, and just I mean, hear your bullshit, like legit keeps you grounded emotionally and fucking mentally, and that person's always there. Yeah, there's good ones. There's good ones, and there's some that try to manipulate the fuck out of you. That wait, that snake until you're like you're over, and then she like comes in and be like, "Oh, you okay? I'll just come do a little favor for you and make you feel better." Nah, there's girls like that, man. I don't know. Like from my, I think my mouth is what (laughs) gets me into relationships. But like, your mouth. what that mouth do? <laughs> oh man! No, so like. All right, so what do you mean? Elaborate. Like how you guys are talking about having a friend, like yeah. be there for you after a breakup. I mean, I have like several. Yeah, two, yeah, yeah, three, no. four. But, I, but I'm saying like this past relationship. That's basically how I met her. 
boys because she recently got a breakup and my big ass mouth like the caring person I was like I actually listened to her I talked to her and then from there we basically just caught feelings and that's what formed a relationship which because my mouth of being there for her and feelings were caught so well yeah they like that like like I said like mine was the same but I didn't carry it that far (laughs) like I didn't say stuff like I'll wait for you after high school like just finish up and I'll be here cause like she was going through stuff at home you know she didn't have a boyfriend or nothing in high school yeah and like me was like the most we hung out in high school but we, we were secretive in high school like we didn't like I just got through with a girl so I didn't want people thinking like oh he's with another girl so I told <laughs> her like I told her like we'll just hang out you know in study hall where when no one goes and you know we'll hang out on the other side of the campus and stuff and we did we did we did a lot of hanging out and no one knew bro like only a couple people knew Hannah caught us one time we were hanging oh, out oh yeah you told me about that and I was like how the hell did you know about that <laughs> but you know like that's the same situation as was with her like we didn't take it another step or anything yeah we could have but it would have been kind of pointless like yeah you know, with this situation at that point yeah me and you were opposites in high school Just oh kidding. man oh god <laughs> Well, I mean, he was actually, like, interacting with females, like, in high school and stuff, you know? Um, his mouth ended up getting him into another relationship when he shouldn't have been in one. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, bro. And you, like, you, I understand that, like, you didn't want to be the guy that, like, always ended up with a different girl just because you broke be up with labeled. one. I don't yeah. want to be labeled. Yeah. And we all know then at that time, labels were fucking everything. Especially in our small school. Like, See, my ass... I would play both your parts. Like, I didn't want to be labeled as a guy that always ended up with another person or was always talking to another girl. But... But you did. I ended up being Did you? I was a guy that could talk my way almost out of everything or talk my way into another relationship that I shouldn't have been talking myself into. So I understand both your guys' parts and been there on separate occasions. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But I mean, you know, the breakup phase is, is an interesting phase. Yeah. It makes and breaks some people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it always it always helps me to learn about learn more about yourself and how you can deal with certain situations. It gives I you a threshold on yeah. how much you can handle. Because like the relationship I'm in now was rough in the beginning. Like yeah. there it, there was a breakup in this current relationship. Wow. We when we first started, there was yeah. a breakup phase of three months. You know, we're like, we agreed, no contact, take care of everything that we're dealing with. Because I was, I was like all over the place, you know, I was doing all kinds yeah. of shit. I was wild as fuck. So, but that gave me an idea, like emotionally and mentally, how much I could, I could handle. Yeah. Because when things start stressing you or kicking you the way they shouldn't, then that's when you know, like, all right, something's up. You yeah. Gotta, gotta step back. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Like for me, I like I like being alone. I like thinking about myself. I mean, not being selfish, but I mean, after a breakup, that's basically all you can do. Yeah, that's all it is, really. Yeah, I mean, you focus more on yourself. Like me, like after the breakup, I was just like, okay, like I got other shit going on. Uh, let me handle this, and you know, just just being alone helps me. And then when I want to talk to people, I'll reach out when I want to reach out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of freedom. There's not 
a ball and chain that or another section you have to worry about like for me like as as an example for that i was single for a long time after high school so i didn't i didn't even really date you know i was just like i would just talk with someone go to lunch coffee or dinner or something and then you know it never went past that like i never even got to like the second date part like it would, it would just come down to like talking consistently after that so i was like never really committed to anything i wasn't even committed to a, a fountain drink during that time for like three four years <laughs> three four years it was consistently being single and then when me and him moving together it's like i'm still in that area so i, I like not having to worry about well did they eat already you know did, are they taken care oh, of yeah. Yeah. you know like all i worry about is damn what the hell am i gonna eat tomorrow <laughs> like fuck man things are already yeah. tough just by myself like <laughs> like it sounds selfish like but like i know what you mean like i worry about how i have to do things and get through things yeah because sometimes things are just tough just by yourself man but it you also you, keeps you busy too oh yeah but like being single for so many years teaches you like man things are so much more simpler that's the word i'm gonna use is simpler when you're by yourself and yeah. you can do so much more stuff without a verification or permission or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> from, from the oh. female counterpart like you know you can't yeah. just like oh i'm gonna go downtown really quick and drink, have some drinks so you can't just do that when you're in a relationship nope some some relationships you know there's a dude listening like oh i do that all the fucking time like, even though my girl she lets me do it i was like she lets you do it wow <laughs> like something's not right right there <laughs> that was the thing for me it was like i've been i've had so much freedom for yeah. so long that it's hard for me to like a hey, uh all right if i go out tonight and like get fucked up with my friend <laughs> like it was, I, was, I had so much freedom for so long and this guy knows like i would interact with different females and nothing was ever committed at that point like nothing man i don't know how you did it bro like i was just like god damn a different girl <laughs> i was like hey you want to go get some food she's like yeah yeah i know this nice really restaurant downtown <laughs> and i go for it i was like all right let's go eat man i love food and then nothing after that and then i'd be at the white room and i'd post the story and I'm like hey you lift i'm like yeah i lift a little bit i'm like starting to get stronger you want to come to my gym tomorrow? Like, yeah, yeah, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> you know, I was just, I was just flowing downstream at that point. <laughs> I was just flowing downstream, and there was different checkpoints. But now it's like things are different. So the whole permission thing, the whole like, I I miss being by myself and stuff, like having an apartment to myself. Like being able to drive off and go do whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah, I took so many random trips when I was single, dude. <laughs> I, I I was in different parts of New Mexico, even Colorado at one point. Hell. Arizona, I barely went into Arizona. That was like a long time ago. But yeah, like, like, I miss the freedom of it. But like, at some point, you're like, man, this is kind of boring. Yeah. When you're, when you're just chilling. Like, oh, I have man. friends, you know, I have you guys, I had other friends at the time to do stuff with, but, like, after a while, it's like... It's just like... Do I really want to do everything? Yeah. It's just like, it's like coming home after a long-ass day, and you literally just want one person, and that person can't be there. Oh. 
I mean, that's how it I, be sometimes. You know, yeah, sometimes you just want that one person, like just someone right there with you, and like, fuck. I'd be nice. Be a little stage, but the same time, I'd be like, I don't want one. Yeah. Can I just have a cuddle buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Some stuff has changed, like when you're when you go from single to in a relationship, or backwards from backwards. a relationship to a single. single. Like you know, things are reversed, but like. I've always tried to make sure, like, stay the same, don't change too much. Like, if you have to, if you have to change. If you're going to change, change for the better. Yeah, change for the better. Not for the worse. So I was like, I I would tell her, you know, when me and her first got together, I was like, I'm not used to having a curfew. I'm not used to staying in on weekends or, like, you know, being tied down by a whole lot of stuff. Like, I, I told her straight up, I'm like, I'm a really open dude. So, like, I'm going to tell you everything I do. Yeah. Especially when we're living together, we live together now. So like, especially living together, that's different. Like you've never, oh, you have, huh? You know, he knows the experience of living with them is different when you're dating and you're away from each other. You know, you have your own places and stuff. I didn't, I wasn't in that stage for that long. (laughs) I I was, I played the whole Good Samaritan, fucking Moses. Bring in, bring in <laughs> 12 commandments ready, let go. <laughs> Bro. Oh, oh, there's just different things, man. There's different things that tie into a relationship. Like, yeah. See, when I was living with, like, in my last, like, relationship, when I was living with that person, I wasn't someone who went out. So, I know, I know what he means by, like, being tied down and shit. But, you know, at that, at that point in my life, I wasn't doing nothing. Like, it was just me and her the whole time. Yeah. I did like I didn't mind. Depends on your personality too. Like if you're a yeah. homebody, you don't want to go out and do stuff. Oh, like that's, I'm in yeah. that stage. I, mean, I don't want to do stuff. That. That's yeah. exactly where I was at when I was uh, in relationship. I was a homebody. I, ain't, I mean, there was chances like for us to do things together with other people. But some days you think about it like, you know what? It'd be nice just to be at home watching a movie. Like we don't need to be going out all the damn time. Yeah. But at the moment, like you said, that transition from being in a relationship to being single, now all I want to do is either go out, have fun, or just do something. And I'm a fucking social butterfly. Social oh, butterfly. And you guys both do that shit. Like, I just want to have fun. Like, I want to do something. It just keeps my mind off being, it keeps my mind off everything else. Yeah. yeah. Like, your personality trait has yeah. a lot to deal with which one you want to be in. Do you want to be single because you're an introvert and you don't really want to talk with like everyone every single day? Or are you an extrovert? You're extra loud. You got a lot of energy. You try to do stuff every single day. You interact with everyone. I mean, I was talking to a barber the other day and I wasn't even getting my haircut. You know, there's <laughs> there's different things to it. Like if you're a butter, if you're like a, if you're a huge eagle, go, go fly, man. Go soar. Yeah. Don't be, don't be in a relationship. If you got so much pent up, and go let it out but you feel like you're chill you know you just hang back you're not, you're an introvert you don't talk a lot you're kind of quiet or whatever you're lonely then hey go go stack someone real quick and go, go take them home you know <laughs> uh, I, your personality has a lot to do like it was just him and you know her like, yeah it's kind of like our stage right now it's like I told her like at first I didn't really go out a whole lot and I still kind of don't I mean I don't remember the last time I was out with you guys well no or, we, we don't know. 
or the squad. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Fucking trio ends up becoming a duo for a while. Like this shit gets old. Like after a while, it's just like, man, I just want to go home. You can't play two good same vibe, you know. It don't work like that. I didn't have video games when I was in high school, so I didn't have time to kill with that. You know what I'm saying? Like during the breakup, like sports, working out games family and all that stuff would have kept me busy but i was already busy enough for school yeah like, i think this played a big part in my life because you can kill so much time playing video games like <laughs> i swear to god if you're a serious gamer and you enjoy playing it for like long periods of time oh bro who, wait who who's that oh yeah i dated her i forgot about her no oh, she already in my past bro I'm leveling up. Like, <laughs> that played a small part. Yeah. Me and my current girlfriend. Yeah. I had some bumps, you know, like she she was staying over like every weekend. She's like, I don't want to be at home. I was like, all right, come over on the weekends. Just come over on the weekends. <laughs> then when things got rough, and, I was, and she's like, yeah, I think we should just take some time. I was like, I agree. And then I was like, man, I kill all this time. I was just. I was on my controller day and night, bro. I was working as soon as I got home. Just turn it on, bro. And I was I was busy. Then I had basketball, you know, we go play basketball in the weight room. So, you know, I was set, man. Yeah. Video games is probably like one of those biggest coping mechanisms that I use. Yeah. It's like I don't know, because I streamed for a bit too, so I was like, you know, the streaming stuff kinda kind of keeps me busy kind of keeps you occupied it does that's what i that's what i think i don't know usually after a breakup like i'm bound about it like i have to be by myself oh music i mean i'll just throw youtube on my tv you know that lg tv my mom bought me i'll just throw youtube up on that thing and you know what night i remember (laughs) i remember one i remember one point you were sad at the apartment where we lived together and bro, you fucking post Malone the whole apart. <laughs> apart, bro. I was, I was like, dude. Cam, Cam came oh, over. He's like, what's wrong? I was like, I was like, you're tired. I was sad. I was so sad, but I was tired too. And I was like, this. He's like, bro, I'm fucking tired. I was laying bro, down on my, my side. I was in my room. No, <laughs> oh, my God. Post Malone all night. Damn. I think I left that night too. I think I left somewhere. I remember seeing that orange screen on the TV that night. I was like, man. Yeah. I was playing yeah. Fall Apart by Post Malone, and I remember seeing that orange screen on the TV. And then I was laying on my bed. My bed was like so hot, dude. I don't know why it was so hot. And Cam T. Phillips came in the room. He's like, what's wrong? He was shaking me. I was like, bro, I'm tired. Get the fuck out. He's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> he walked oh. out. Boom. He closed it, and then I got on my phone. Yeah. And then I don't remember what happened after that. I think we left that night. I told him to, to come with me somewhere. I forgot where we went. I don't know. Damn, yeah, that's freaking hilarious. Or it's alright. I feel like it's good to be sad for a while. Music, music. Oh, is good. Wow, shit. I'm sad every day. <laughs> I think that's like one thing some girls don't get is like. They feel like guys are sad about shit. Like, oh, bro, fuck. We go through bro. it. We just sometimes, I most of the time, we don't show it. Even me, it's like, we're, like, even me, we were just brought up. I was brought up, like, guys are supposed to be tough all the time. Yeah. And I've never seen my dad fucking give an inch, break it down, or anything. Yeah. So I 
basically took that and made it a part of my life. All right, so I can't break down. I can't show emotion. Exactly. By the time I, like, going down a little fucking memory lane here is, like, at that point when I saw all that, like, I emotionally knew how to control all my emotions. In fourth grade, I kind of felt, like, such a built-up tension that I actually ended up getting counseled from by the time I was fourth grade to all the way through high school. I was on suicide watch from fourth grade all the way to high school because I took it upon myself. Like I, it was emotions that I couldn't control myself, and it just was pent up so much that I ended up saying like I wanted to, you know, off myself basically. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing some people never understand is like, guys, we hold in a lot of shit. Oh yeah, we hold in anger. We hold in so much shit and we can't let it show I mean the only time we can't let it show is if we're close to one of our guy friends and or you're alone or you're alone or we're alone by that time it's just like yelling into a pillow trying to get all that bullshit out or trying to cry even though you can't because trying to make yourself cry or you're playing music one of your songs that you know so well so much that it just lets out all that fucking pain and all that shit yeah see and me like Bro, I had a breakdown three days ago. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it was like when nobody was home and I was just stressing about so much stuff. Went in my room, laid on my bed, and bro, like it just all came out. That's the thing is like everyone listening right now is like when a guy gets to that point, then that's like, that's like legit sad or mad or angry, yeah. distressed about something. Like, yeah. You don't just start crying out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, like, I don't just start crying and pull down my facial at work because like, <laughs> I feel like it. Like, nah, like a dude is literally down there like, yeah. when he breaks, especially a breakdown. Yeah. Because that's literally what it is, is you get broken down your body and your mind. So, yeah. like, you know, for females, they think, like, oh, guys don't feel nothing. Like, nah, 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 nah. We feel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, not- like, my last breakdown was probably when I was with the Zuka at his apartment. And yeah. I was holding in a lot, bro. Yeah. And I was just, like, I was going through it. I was telling Zuka, you know what? I'm at that point where I want to just give up. Yeah, I that's... told him that. I legit told him I was about yeah. to give up. Yeah, I felt that, too. And... It was it was rough. Like he heard me talk for a good thirty minutes. He actually fucking saw my ass cry. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like if I'm confiding in you that much, then shit, you you straight up family to me. Yeah. And that's just one of those things that we're taught as a young age. Like you can't always. There's not a lot of people you can turn to when you're going through it. Yeah. And once you find that person or those individuals that you can turn to without them judging you or mistaking all your words, then those people are rare to find. Yeah. And once they're there, once you have them, then by all means, then bend to them every time. Don't always hold in shit. Like, like it, I'm telling you, the you got us too. Like, yeah. we're always here, man. We're family no matter what you say. Yeah. And shit. Don't. Feel like you can't cry on my shoulder. <laughs> See, I was I was raised 
well, I wasn't really raised, but I inherited something similar oh. to said, like, you know, don't show emotion. Yeah. yeah. Always show that you're in control. My dad was in the military, but like he pounded and pounded, like make sure you stay in control physically, which wasn't a problem on skinning, like, you know, I was always working out and stuff. He said, nice. men- he said mentally too though, like keep your mind clear, man. Cause like he was drunk at the time. Keep in mind he was drunk. But he was like, keep yourself upheld, you know, keep yourself above water, you know. You know how they have that iceberg, you know, where only like 10% of it shows oh, above yeah. water? Yeah. That whole 90% is guys, you know. For females listening, that's guys. Guys are an iceberg. You got 10% of stuff above the surface, but you got like everything else Everything under, else on the bottom. On yeah. the bottom. You know, you got work, you got relationships, everything builds up. So like, when guys break down, that's like, that's for real. So that's like real stuff. So this whole time, you know, even my current relationship, I always like keep myself at a controlled level. Like I don't ever break down a whole lot. You know, I make sure that nothing ever takes me the way it should, especially if it's not supposed to take you. You know what I mean? So like, I was, I was kind of raised like, tough as nails man keep everything you know no tears you know just like a straight up man big ego kind of thing you know what I mean and some people are like that some people it works like that but I learned over time when you start holding more and more stuff in you know you keep it all bottled and stuff for me the weight room was the biggest stress reliever hands down and so like anger is the new thing for me to vent everything through yeah. so like i channel this that's the, that's the word i want to use is you guys need to everyone listening needs to learn how to channel everything down a certain direction yeah so like if you failed a, a final then you just gotta get pissed and channel all that energy all that sadness and all that like frustration because i like i remember when i failed one of my finals but i aced the midterm and i was the only ready i passed it yeah, like I was, I was so pissed off, like I wanted to study for days on end. Yeah, and like it's just like that with anything else. Like if if you can't get a weight, you know, if Randy can't bench four hundred pounds, <laughs> oh god, like he literally needs to push and channel everything towards that. And it, yeah, like towards it, yeah. it's the same. It's like with every other concept. Like if you're broken up, you're sad, you're laying in your bed, and you want to cry, but you can't. Go do something else that's gonna make you cry like fifty burpees and then run two <laughs> right. Like physical exercise yes. is the best way to channel everything. Like do you just basically going off what Zuka says, like do something productive, not destructive. Yeah. yeah, like see like for me, like I remember I was going through it one time in high school and I literally just so I usually run with headphones, right? Yeah. And, they got, and I literally I didn't. I, didn't I, just, I just ran. Oh, you want me to repeat that again? Yeah. <clears throat> In high school, I forgot what I was going. But I, I run with headphones. I usually run with headphones, and just one day I decided I was like, no, nah, I was like, I'm not gonna do it with headphones. Put on my shoes, and literally just went for a run. And I kept going. Like I didn't think about nothing. I just let my mind go. I was listening to everything, and. Bro, the further I ran that day, I did 10 miles in which it didn't feel like it. Oh, Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Like, you know how I like tell you I don't rent a lot with yeah. distance. Like when, like right now, my current relationship, like just real quick, I ran <laughs> right. like four miles a day at the old wow. apartment. I ran from up there, oh, yeah. went on tramway, and then I forgot how far I got. I was like, holy shit! Now I gotta run back. <laughs> you know that that's you know Ooh, tying into what he, that's tying into <laughs> ten miles. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and it was weird because like no headphones. Yeah. Like if thinking about last forty run, found a run, cleared everything. So even when I was done, with that, it just refreshing to where the point. I wasn't even tired. Usually when I, I, I did like stuff, and I didn't even care. It was just everything. So that run cleared all my problems. I felt like. Damn, I I feel that like you, like Alex said, I got lifting. You got running. Yeah. Yo, there was a time like I went through it and I lifted. I was lifting at the gym and shit. It got to the point where I actually cried while I was pushing weight. I was pushing heavy weight on the deadlift, and I just kept going. One rep, one my max, just kept going, kept going to the point where I did my one rep max for twelve sets. And I didn't realize I did twelve sets. Yeah. So I wore my quads were burning, my back was on fire. And by the time I was going for my 13th rep, and that's when it finally just hit, like, fuck, my body breaking down. And as soon as I got that weight up just above my knee, dude, I legit started crying as I was pulling the weight up. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I, my face was, like, draining, but I didn't feel like I, I didn't feel like I was crying. Yeah. I thought it was the sweat, and I was wiping my face, and I just felt, like, tears just streaming down, like, what the hell is this? What's going on? Yeah. But it's yeah. refreshing though. Like, it is. It's like, yeah, it was a breath of fresh air like after that happened. I was like, oh shit. All right. Feels, feels so much, <laughs> feels so so much good. better after. Yeah. Like, yeah. like really physically feel lighter. Like your head isn't as heavy or anything. Yeah. Oh, your head isn't as cloudy as it was before. And it's clear now. Like, you know, you're still thinking about it, but like you're not thinking yeah, about you know, killing yourself or anything anymore. Like you're thinking like, damn, that sucks. But I'm so tired right now. I'm going to go to yeah. sleep. And then the next day, you know, you just take it a day at a time. I, I think, you know, with our weights and his running, basketball, you know, everyone has their own thing that they do to yeah. cope with you know, not just with breakups either, but like with other stuff. Like I guess just yeah, other topic was grieving, like how we process that. And I'm pretty sure that after hearing all the shit that we said, like that's just how we process other things too. Yeah. I think Art- people are completely fucking lying when they say they can't cope with something because there's always a way it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't matter what happened to you like there's some way that you can cope healthily with it and i think it's bullshit when you when people say like oh i I was what like this is a true story i knew a friend of mine that's the same age as me and he was so big in high school he was a running back and his mom and dad died in a car yeah he's the same age as me too like i went to middle school with this guy I went to his house a couple times in Oregon, and his parents died in a car accident when he was like a sophomore, and uh, he was on his way to getting a scholarship to senior year, and he had like a breakdown in senior year, like a, like a midlife crisis or something. Yeah. And he stopped playing football. He gained so much weight. He stayed at home. He was living off of 
welfare and you know all this other That's stuff tough. and like he he was rock bottom and I mean there's yeah. people listening to this right now that are at rock bottom and yeah I was, and I was talking to him one day and I was like bro what happened to you like, like you were you were so big in high school like you were you had so much potential and it's crazy because it's the people that have so much potential that you know they get feel like they're at a you know at a plateau yeah at a stopping point and he's like man I just lost everything and I was like, what do you mean you lost everything? Like, you still got your brother and your sister. You still got the rest of your family. And you still got your will. You got your will that you can use. And he was 180 pounds, like, as a sophomore. So he was yeah. on his way to getting scholarships from University of Oregon, Oregon wow. State, Washington, Washington State. All those schools wanted him. I mean, I saw his letters. And he's like, man... It just wasn't enough. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Mentally, it wasn't enough. But, like, there's some sort of way. Like, bro, you could have just went back to the weight room and that could have helped you. Yeah. So, like, I just I just call people out on bullshit like that. Like, yeah. You can fix it. You can work on it somehow, somewhere. And that's, that's what we're talking about. Like, the things that you like to do, those are the easiest coping mechanisms. Yeah. yeah like you have to like it like if you hate working out like that might not work out that well <laughs> but sometimes sometimes i mean it's always good to try something new too yeah that's yeah, what so i was gonna get to is like it's always good to like if you don't like working out or if you don't like running i hate running or i hate running long <laughs> yeah. distance but it helped me for a bit like you know for those couple of weeks I never ran more than a mile and a half, so I would run yeah, like yeah. three to four miles, which was a long ways for me. Yeah, but what? those days, I was the most pissed off. I was the most sad. You know, I was emotionally a wreck. Mentally, I was like everywhere. Yeah. But like, those long distance runs, I hated them, but I did them anyway because yeah. it helped so much. So I think if you're gonna take on something you hate, oh man, you gotta go 110 percent. Right. You Jesus. Gotta go hard, hard for it to help you. Just get yourself so freaking tired you just want to go home and sleep and not think about yep, it. Yep, exactly. No, no, no. Sleeping's good for the buddy. <laughs> <laughs> A decent amount of sleep. But no, right. um, I lost one of my friends when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. So I lost him in the summer. And like this dude like would come over almost every day. <laughs> and we would play like PlayStation games. Uh, he was into basketball. He was really good too. But I remember getting the call saying that he passed away. And bro, like that was, that was probably the one that hit me the hardest. Yeah. Because I was so young and I was just like, how, how do I deal with this? <laughs> and like, I was so close to him. But ever since that day, um, just having basketball there, every time I played, you know, I played as if, it was for him like it was something that he wanted me to do oh yeah so just dealing with that you know that whole summer i just played basketball i mean it sucked he wasn't there but you know like i said i I always felt like i was doing it for him too yeah that's a good way to like motivate but you know kind of put yourself in that position yeah be like i'm only going to school and working you know to help you know my sister or you know your family or something like that's a good way to yeah. kind of keep yourself busy yeah. yeah and he was really good too and bro he was 
about to be in high school and I felt like if we didn't lose him I probably wouldn't have went to prep um, I would probably stayed with all my brothers at Pine because I mean they, they had a good team but I think just have to lose him it, it was hard and I think that's why I wanted to leave because I saw a better opportunity and going to a different school somewhere else as well too for sure for sure Damn, man. Y'all hit the nail on the heavy, huh? Real quick. That, that's the grieving. <laughs> you know, that's the grieving yeah, part. Yeah. Not, the grieving part sucks. Like, yesterday, I went through it yesterday hard because, I, I, like I told um, DJ yesterday, that my friend's birthday was yesterday. And it just brought me back to the point where I hadn't dealt with his uh, his death properly. Yeah, he was a good friend. Like I was telling you, like <laughs> I had a dream about him. Like it was weird, a dream that like he took me to the first concert that I ever went to, and it was a mayhem concert. And that day was like, oh my god, it was a great day. It wasn't of a blur. I mean, saw a lot of bands that I wanted to see. And when I had that dream, and woke up. I was just thinking to myself, like, why? What's going on? Like. Why did I have this? And sure enough, remembered that it was his birthday yesterday. And yesterday, I just, when that happened, I just wanted to sleep all damn day. Like, I didn't want to talk to anyone. I was just going through it. And I thought to myself, like, you know what? He probably did that for a reason, like, to show me that he's okay in a better place. Like, he's looking down, like, he probably would have beat my ass, honestly, or fucking stupid. But the way that I process it was good like I actually handled it a lot better than I expected to like I told you about it I didn't turn to what I normally turn to that freaking demon in a bottle <laughs> I mean if I had I would have been five, five ten shots down trying to bring him back or trying to hear his voice and or trying to hear him like the way we fucking had our witty our witty banter but you did it differently though that, I did like, it was I mean, weird like yeah like it was a weird change for me like to handle it uh, mentally strong like tell myself like you know what it's okay use that as a sign that he wants you to better yourself use that as like um use it as a way to not damage yourself today yeah and like when you told me or, yeah when you told me yesterday and I was just like bro I was like it's literally up to you like how you want to handle it yeah exactly because if you beat yourself up about it i mean it's just gonna get worse and that's what you told me you're like yeah yeah Yeah. that's true and that's when you went to alex and that's when y'all went to the weight room yeah and that was a good fucking gym session honestly oh my god (laughs) and after you told me that after i hit the weight room i looked back on our uh our messages actually that he and i shared and it was probably I think about a couple months or a month before he passed yeah and him and I were we were talking about going out for a drink at that time or going to a concert yeah and his last message to me was like alright bro alright man I'll chat with you later got some errands to run later brother I love you man and I was glad I actually read that before I did anything yeah I mean just to know that was 
our last month to get to each other and it was just like out of like care love and that just brought me back to a realization like you know what you don't need to you don't need to do what you think you need to do you know what I mean and that's how I'm gonna try and handle anything that comes my way like if there's a loss that I have to deal with and I'm gonna have to deal with it the way I dealt with it today either hit the gym freaking confide into someone or look back and think about the last time I talked to that person and if there was like uh, how would I put it if there was like malice between us or if there was like different intentions I mean shit clear that up like forgive forget and just know that person isn't gonna, always going to be here for a while yep. yeah. Yeah. and that's how I feel now growing up having this mindset now like for everyone that's listening there's a way to cope with what you go through yeah i mean no matter what it is like one thing you have to understand though is you can't just give up you can't just stop like yeah. life ain't gonna stop everything doesn't stop if anything it gets faster yeah so I mean a loss you know grieving coping all that stuff ties in together somehow you just gotta find what you like what you can do yeah I mean, and Randy, if y'all oh wait no, sorry Randy does working out so I mean he's gonna lift the world off the ground see how Shoot. he feels after and I feel 110% after that <laughs> but if y'all I'm letting y'all know if y'all don't have those people that you can turn to or y'all don't have anybody you can talk to just know that there are people you may not know them but there are people that actually care about you guys and that's one thing y'all should know if you guys are looking down that dark road or God forbid if you're looking at the end of a bottom of a barrel or a bottle just know that someone out there is thinking about your well-being and thinking hoping you're alright mentally emotionally and everything and don't be afraid to speak up either yeah there's always one person that's gonna listen I mean especially if you're going through it somebody has to listen to you exactly I mean, if I hadn't, I'm being real, if I hadn't spoken up when I had, I honestly wouldn't be here right now. And that's a big fact. But I believe that's going to be the... The what? (laughs) (laughs) I believe, I think we're going to listen to this, just use it as a stepping stone to voice yourself. To get help or just look for someone that'll listen to you yeah. I mean, there's always, like I said there's always somebody and also as far as coping there are ways to cope yeah there's a lot of ways to do it yeah don't ever say there's that thing because there's always something you just gotta find it like sometimes effort is the hardest thing for some people putting in the effort to make themselves better i mean i'm i'm gonna try to get my six pack back i'm not even gonna lie i'm gonna try to get it back <laughs> motivation you know the motive isn't 
there, there right now, but I'm We're trying to get my arms like, back. Yeah, see, I mean, like, but, you they know, small. getting abs and getting big arms isn't the same as, you know, losing a grandpa. Yeah. But, like, you can't, you can't get him back, you know, he's, you just gotta look at the positive side, you know, it comes to grieving, you know, grieving is one of the hardest things that people go through other than a breakup and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a way to get better. You just have to mentally prepare yourself to look for that solution to put in the effort to find it or that person but now I'm going to speak for some people that sometimes you really are alone like sometimes that person that can listen to you and really help you isn't always next to you or next door or in the next city like sometimes you really can be alone somewhere you know if you're in California and your your family lives on the east coast like in new york like sometimes you really can be alone like all my family's gone you know they're not in this area at all i have to drive like three and a half hours to see my closest family because family that lives here doesn't live here anymore so it's like sometimes you really can feel alone so sometimes it's just you man it's just you or woman you know sometimes there's women that are like, well, my family, you know, they don't support me. They don't, they don't love me anymore. They disowned me. Sometimes that's the grieving part. It's like you don't, you're not with your family anymore, and you have to grieve with that. You really are alone. So it's just you. Like you really have to take care of just yourself. I mean, sometimes like, I mean, it's not hard to reach out to people or check on people. Like even just the slightest text or the slightest call. Just check it on that person, you know. It'll make like for me, it'll like when I was going through some shit. Randy would just be like, like he called me randomly when I got off work. And he was just like, hey, he's like, how you doing? He's like, you doing better? And I was like, yeah. And like just little stuff like that, like made me felt like, you know, good because knowing somebody that is there for you. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh my god, about to tear up. <laughs> I just want everyone that's listening to know, like, because there's gonna be cases where they're completely alone. Like, yes. No friends, no family. So I like, I want to tell everyone, listen, like, you can do it, even if you are alone. There's people mm-hmm. that have done it that are alone, completely alone. You can do it. You just gotta find a way. And, and just make make the right choices of how you want to handle it because the choice you make that's gonna be either your downfall or it'll get you somewhere better and there may be different places where you haven't been no you least expect to be (laughs) (laughs) all right sure anybody else sure man um i mean i I keep talking but you know what We've been talking their ears off for a while. I think it's time for us to get that outro. <laughs> I mean, we covered, you know, the grieving, which is probably the hardest Heartbreak, grieving, sure. Dealing with mechanisms, I mean, what worked for us. Yeah. Basically, just telling people, like, you, you have a way to do it. You yeah, just yep. got to find it. You got to want it. You got to like it. Don't jump into relationships. Don't jump into relationships. Don't relationship. Don't jump in the bottle either. You know, yeah, don't, don't, be a, don't be a T and fucking find a hook at the bottom of a bottle and help it reel your ass in. We don't need no more of that. Don't sit at the back of the classroom and. <laughs> 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 
Sometimes finding another person really is like the way to cope with it after a breakup. Like, I mean, if you I mean, got my, my, my mouth just got me into another relationship, so I can't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mouth, my extrovertness. I think I'm straight for now. <laughs> cool. Oh, we covered uh, a couple of good base points today. Uh, oh yeah, we. Pretty well. Hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Uh, I mean, it got a little deep there. We found out a little bit more about us. And yeah, you guys have anything else to say before we go? Give us some uh, feedback. That's what I want to say. Give us some feedback. <laughs> That's so, true. If there's any way, like throw a subscription down or, or refer some people to our podcast because we're, you know, we're getting into more and more things. So yeah. ho- hopefully we can get more people to listen. If you actually, you know, like the episodes, tell your friends or family about it. You know, we'll we'll keep one of these episodes family friendly, Randy. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. I thought, hey, I thought, I thought this was, a, and I had explicitly said, this is a judgment-free podcast. So don't be throwing shit at me. I said family friendly. I didn't say judgment-free. We did say that. I just want more people to listen. I'm always listening. I want more people to listen. Y'all listen this i do appreciate y'all 100 i mean like i said like alex said please refer your friends i mean if they got spotify hell look us up like our shit from their <laughs> their account or follow follow us or them hell dj got steel or bribs to retweet i mean shit yeah that'd be another podcast but yeah that's Fucking amazing. <laughs> then, then Randy's gonna get Kelly Jenner to retweet us, and then I'm gonna get ASAP Rocky to throw a shout out for us. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Gonna get Slipknot to follow us, give us a shout out on stage, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool though. It's cool though. Uh, so far, you know, going by the numbers, it says apparently we have 19 audiences. Wow. It's not, it's not a lot, but I mean, I appreciate it. It's like talking to a whole classroom for an hour. <laughs> cool. well, thank y'all for listening. Complete. <laughs> oh, cool. Thank y'all for listening. This is DJ. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. I all means continue to listen. As your boy teach, deuces. Throw some feedback in. Appreciate all of you guys. Come back again for the next episode. Ooh. It's your boy Alex. I'll see you. I like that. Come back for the next episode. <laughs> yes, please come back next time. Later, y'all. Thank you.